grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Well, we've all been in that position, haven't we? We go on a hot date, we go back to their place, things get hot and heavy. And then before we know it, we're into a sexual situation with possibly not having the conversation about protection or contraception. Well, Jasmine encourages us to stop and have a conscious conversation before things reach the point of no return. Sindra has a startling statistic on what couples argue about and how many of us are actually arguing about sex on a regular basis and what we might be able to do about it. And Nikki from Flirt Adult Store is all about your health, mental and physical, this evening. She's going to be talking about the benefits of masturbation and the amazing things that can happen when we (laughs) rub one out. Well, that's all coming up in tonight's show. I'm Louise Wilkinson. Thanks for listening to After Dark. Want to unlock your pleasure? Jasmine invites you to push past your limiting beliefs around sex and love. It's Conscious Sexuality. Have you ever been getting hot and heavy with a new partner or even your existing partner and there are some things that you know you haven't set the ground rules on before you get into the bedroom and by that point the clothes are off, the bets are off and it's all too late. Well, Jasmine from Conscious Sexuality is here to give us a little bit of a check-in on what we might like to do before we get hot and horny in the bedroom and we've reached the point of no return. Jasmine, I think we've all been there. (laughs) Hello, Louise. Yes, we all have, haven't we? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, definitely. So can you just paint the picture? So what what might be a scenario where, um, you know, it's it's a good idea to sort of uh, pump the brakes a little bit before getting into the bedroom? Absolutely. These days, couples are getting a little bit more into the kinky side when it comes mm-hmm. to the bedroom and sexual activities. Yeah. We're not leaving it so vanilla anymore. And this is why it is important to have some conversations before things get too far. Because if we are experimenting or uh, maybe it's a new partner, it is actually really important to lay down the boundaries to know where our hard yeses and our hard noes are. And then that doesn't affect how the evening or the daytime goes. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. So in the the case of a new partner, obviously uh, the conversation needs to be had around uh, unwanted pregnancy and STIs. Uh, and, you know, we've all been there where, you know, we blink our eyes and we're in the bedroom and it's like, I haven't had the condom discussion. Oh, shit. You know, and it's too late. That's right. Exactly. So we do want to be starting with those real basics, especially if it's a new partner. Having that discussion. Yeah. Are you on the pill? Do you need a condom? Is that even an issue? You know, 
do we even need to be talking about contraception if we're talking about um, two girls together? Well, contraception doesn't need to be a conversation. Yeah. But it is important to start off with the basics. And then it's also important to go further and find out, well, what is okay? What, what are we, what are we in, the, in the mood for? Do we want to be having penetrative sex? Is that okay for you? Maybe that person has a history of painful sex and they maybe need a lot more outer course and an orgasm first before they're even going to think about penetrative sex. Um, maybe they want to go into the uh, field of anal. What needs to happen around that? Mm. Um, yeah, if, if, you, if you're someone who is having a lot of casual sex, have you had your recent um, blood tests to make sure that you're um, clean and not uh, with anything that your partner might need to know about? So having all those basic co- um, topics covered is going to really set the um, set the level for the kind of experience that you're going to have because you're not going to have to get caught up in, I guess, what you could say, the boring stuff before it does get really hot and heavy. And you know what? I really think that, I mean, I remember when I was sort of first coming into my sexuality uh, and the age that I was at, there was all of those horrible ads with Grim Reaper's and bowling alleys, and if you're of a certain age, you know what I'm talking about, Um, Mm -hmm. and that scared the shit out of everybody. So those conversations were readily had because at that point um, what they were pushing was uh, the message around AIDS and uh, had everybody believing that, you know, if you had casual sex in any way, shape, or form, you were going to die. So that was uh, a fairly effective scare campaign, and I'm quite sure that anyone who saw that on TV, the image will immediately pop back up into their heads. But I kind of feel like um, we don't – we've got a little bit lazy with having those conversations uh, in this day and age. And they're just as important because, for example, we know that chlamydia in the Hunter region is, um, you know, a national high here. Um, there are, you know, there are certainly considerations and I think we brush those under the carpet also because we've just gone through two years of not connecting with people and we're craving that connection and we're craving that, um, that intimacy and we kind of push all of those things aside. Uh, and as you say as well, um, you know, we're not as vanilla as we used to be. And so, you know, what are those boundaries and how important is it to get that consent, uh, you know, before you're in a situation where you feel uncomfortable and you're not speaking up? Yeah, exactly. It's all good and well, you know, to watch the latest um, sex movies, you know, Fifty Shades or even the latest one on Netflix, which is Sex Life. It's all good and well to watch those shows and to see how spontaneous and hot and heavy it all looks. But we have to remember that, number one, that's entertainment. So it's been fully choreographed and scripted out. Mm. And our real-life sex is not necessarily going to look that choreographed. Um, but if we are wanting to you know, make things more a little bit more rough, if we're wanting to bring a few more toys in, play around with hot and cold, play around with a little bit of pain, all those fun things that are great to experiment with. But we do need to be having a conversation because each party is going to have what they're okay with and what they're not okay with. And then most importantly, we do need to have a safe word that if we need to take a break and pause for a moment, then that is respected. 
100% it is. And, um, you know, the safe word is important. And I think a lot of people just think that it's a word that uh, is only used if you're in some sort of dungeon in full latex. But it is actually uh, because we are pushing our edges sexually a lot more because as well we're, we're exposed to a lot more um, because it's more readily available. So we're looking to push our boundaries. Uh, you know, a safe word is not a bad thing for anyone to have, is it? No, it's really not. And I think it could be one of those things that people maybe go, oh, do people, do we really use safe words? Is that really a thing? And you know, your average couple might find it quite surprising that people who are in sex work or they're a dominatrix or um, a dom or a sub, these things are taken very, very seriously. Mm. And each party is very respected in these experiences that um, are achieved. And so I think it's worth mentioning that, yeah, we need to put the same respect and care into what we're doing as well. And Maybe it's not as complicated as um, branching into new kinks. Maybe it's just spicing up things a little bit more with our vanilla style sex. But either way, communication is always going to be important and essential, especially before things get too far. A hundred percent it is. And, you know, coming into presenting for this show obviously I you know I've spoken to some dominatrix and some people who are into kink and what has amazed me is the level of respect in those spaces uh that and the and the rules and the uh Mm. you know seeking of consent that is taken so seriously and I think in what uh we consider to be you know a heterosexual, quite vanilla situation, we kind of don't necessarily carry that respect into uh, our partnerships, and um, that's certainly something that we can we can certainly learn and take on, even if we don't go to those extremes necessarily. Uh, the The level of respect and the consent is paramount. Yes, I completely agree with you there, Louise. Mm. It is paramount, and. It's not something that kills the mood or kills the experience. Communication throughout the entire um, sexual interaction is really critical. And, yeah, for those people who have dabbled, dabbled more into the kink world and even gone to, um, you know, further into it would find that communication is actually continuous. It never ends. And there's, there's constant checking in. There's constant making sure that the other person is fine and that, you know, you can change the, your level of consent at any point as well. So I think it's just, yeah, like you said, it's really important to highlight for, you know, your typical vanilla hetero couples uh, that you can't read each other's minds. So just have a chat and keep talking during the whole way. It doesn't make anything less sexy. Mm. So that brings me to, I guess, my next question. I mean, your your ideal would be that this – this conversation happens before you get into the bedroom and you get carried away. Now, I'm sure that, you know, a lot of people listening will be like, look, I went out to dinner and we both pretended that it wasn't going to happen and we both knew it was going to happen and then at the end of it we went, oh, well, that was unexpected and somehow that... (laughs) 
<laughs> that uh, you know makes it makes it uh, less obvious and um, you know appeases our good girl complex, as it were. Oh, I don't know how it happened. So. <laughs> When is a good time? So you're on the lounge. I guess it, you just have to bite the bullet and go, look, we both know where this is going. You're spot on there, Louise. You do. You just have to pause. It's, I'm not talking about this being some massive 30-minute conversation. It might literally take two minutes for yeah. you. Um, and it's just quickly identifying those key areas that are important to you. You, you might not need to go through every single little detail, but just covering off on the basics, can make sure that you're going on to an ex- into an experience feeling safe, knowing a little bit what to expect, and also just knowing that you've opened that uh, communication so you can keep that conversation going. Even if you are in the middle of it and you remember that you forgot something, you can mention it. And I think that's just an, also another important thing to be remembering is that during sex, we're not silent. We're going to be talking the whole way through. And it's especially important to learn how to talk during sex so that you can guide your partner to make sure that they're you know, touching you in the right way that feels great. Yeah, 100%. Jasmine, I've loved this chat and, uh, you know, it is certainly something that we can think about incorporating into our sex practices and working out where our boundaries are and what we're comfortable with and being able to communicate that. uh, I think that's a really important message to push out. So thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. And if people wanted to explore their sexuality and their pleasure and they wanted to reach out and have a chat to you, what is the best way to do that? Absolutely. So the best way to do that is probably through my socials, Instagram, at Conscious Sexuality. Just jump straight into my DMs and we can have a chat there. Awesome. Jasmine, as always, wonderful to have you on After Dark. Thanks, Louise. The new Flirt Adult Store has everything for fun in the bedroom or the bathroom or the lounge room. And with the biggest range, there's always something new. Flirt Adult Store. Find us on Facebook or 90 Beaumont Street. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. It's always a pleasure to have the gorgeous Sindra Banks on After Dark. Today is no exception. How do you find yourself this evening, my love? I am feeling pretty good. I am bleeding at the moment, though, so riding the um, hormonal mood waves. <laughs> yeah, but you know we're 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 floating, we're surviving. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you follow cyclical living, if you haven't checked it out, you really should. Uh, that's your time to sort of bunker down and just nurture yourself. So yeah, yeah, be kind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I and I also know not to piss you off today, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. Now, <laughs> you in your work obviously speak to a lot of couples, and occasionally you like to do this really cool thing where, on your socials, you actually poll people to uh, get their point of view or some statistics around a certain topic. And we were chatting off air, so yeah, I have a little bit of the tea before everybody else listening, but the one that you have just done and the stats around it absolutely blew my mind. Yeah, really crazy. I like to do polls often because 
it's nice sometimes to know that you're not alone in your struggles with intimacy and relationship. And this one especially really surprised me. So I am running a communication uh, masterclass on Thursday night, which I'll speak a bit more a little bit, little bit later. But I wanted to find out how people are going with their communication, especially around intimacy. And what I discovered was that 60% of people that voted um, actually argue semi-regularly about intimacy itself, which I was actually blown away with because that's a lot of fighting about sex. That is a hell of a lot of fighting around sex. Um, 60%. Yeah, no wonder people aren't really having sex. Yeah. <laughs> it's not surprising, is it? Because they're arguing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, that is a mind-blowing statistic. I just – you can see how it happens. Life happens. You know, we, we'll go into some of the reasons. Did they give you reasons? They So I asked them what they were fighting about. Right. Because I was curious to know. And this sucks to read this because most of my community is women. So the most common response was that they fight about the number of times they're having sex. Mm. The discrepancy between people's quote-unquote sex drives and being disappointed with the amount of sex they're having. Okay, right. I can see why you find that disappointing (laughs) Um, because as well you are a big advocate of an experience. So do we we have a whiteboard and we, you know, tick it all off and and that sort of thing? No. Um, But, okay, (sighs) I mean, how long do we have? We don't have another 10 hours. But... (laughs) Who's right? Who's wrong? How long is a piece of string? Exactly. And there's no right or wrong. And so that's, you know, let's, that's the number one thing that we need to remember when communicating and when having challenging conversations about intimacy is there's no right and there's no wrong. Everyone has their um, entitlement to their own perspective. However, as a generalized statement, I would say that it's always going to be quality over quantity when it comes to intimacy. And if you're fighting about it, you need to get to the what you're actually fighting about. You're not fighting about the number of times you have or haven't had sex. You're fighting about what it is you get from that connection. So I am missing connecting to you vulnerably or I am missing connecting to you physically or whatever that may be. It's never about the sex as such. It's the feeling behind it. Yeah, yeah. And it's also like, yeah, it's like what is the right number of times to have sex? It's You're right. It's a physical act but there's a lot more around that, that when you dig a little bit deeper is probably actually what the problem is. And it is that lack of intimacy and that lack of connection. And um, depending on what your love language is as well, you know, if your love language is physical touch, you're going to want sex more than somebody who is acts of service. You know, they will get hornier when you stack the dishwasher the right way. Whereas, you know, (laughs) you just want to be touched. I get it. Yeah, exactly. So it's about 
you know, the communication, practicing getting deeper than just like, oh, well, we haven't had sex enough this week. So like, I'm going to start a fight about it. And then obviously the person who doesn't want to be having sex as much is like, well, fuck you. I don't feel like I want to have sex that much. I do the dishes. I do the washing. I do the kids. And the last thing I want to do is try and then have sex with you and fulfill your things. So when you're coming at it like that, yes, you are going to be consistently fighting about intimacy, which is going to cause a really big separation between the two of you, not just with intimacy, but everything. Mm. So we need to get to like the deeper layers of it. Right. And, you know, of course, the best thing to do is to actually get some coaching around it. And people sort of think, oh, like, you know, uh, I'd rather get a cleaner or a gardener or whatever, (laughs) and that'll solve all the issues. But it actually doesn't because like we've just said, it's very rarely about the, you know, rolling the hay. It's actually about all the things that are around it that you probably need to explore. Um, yeah, and it's not just about I want my physical needs met. I'm too tired after looking after the kids all day, you know, screw you. Like that is a recipe for disaster. But what is most alarming is over half of the population are actually dealing with this according to that study. Yeah, and what happens is they get stuck in this, like, conflict spiral Yeah, where they'll be revisiting this same fight in slightly different variations consistently so they feel like they can't move past it because, A, it's affecting their communication, not just in this but in everything. B, it's affecting their intimacy as such. Like, you're not going to get the you know, amount of times of sex that you want by doing this. Mm. And like, see, it's it's causing a, you know, disconnection in their relationship overall, which over time, like this is how couples break up. Yeah. This is what happens. You have the same fight over and over. And then one day you're like, I'm not having this fight anymore. I'm going to walk away. And there's so many things you can do. Before that point, you just need to be able to step back, be like, okay, I'm willing to not be right and actually get vulnerable and have these conversations that a lot of us have no idea how to have because we haven't been brought up having them, right? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Now, you have a remedy to this. I do. And <laughs> I'm so fucking passionate about this because you don't need to go through that cycle all the time. Yeah. Like, You don't need to be struggling with communication. There's so many simple, easy, and like even fun ways that you can communicate with your partner that's way better than probably what most people have been doing. So um, this Thursday I have a, it's called Come Communication Queen Masterclass. Love it. Um, (laughs) So all about helping you get better at communication with intimacy so you can get better and and more connected intimacy as well. So um, I'm going to be giving like my go-to scripts that I do with my clients and tools and tricks to have these conversations effortlessly and even in a fun and playful way. Yeah, I love it. All right. So how do people uh, get themselves on board with this? It's free. So they just, yeah, I know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really in a giving mood at the moment so it's free and they just need to send me a dm on instagram so at Sandra banks 
and I'll give them a link to to register. So it's um, very easy. Awesome. I absolutely yeah. love it. Sindra, thank you so much for uh, sharing this. Uh, mind-blowing statistics, but love that you actually have the backup to be able to you know, solve this issue um, because it is so prevalent, it would seem. And, um, yeah, get on to this. It's free. As Sindra said, you've got absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. Make sure that you send her a DM through Instagram. And thank you once again for contributing to After Dark. We absolutely love having you. Until next time. Fancy a quickie? Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark. Well, I guess you think that Nikki is just all about the toys and the kinky stuff and, look, she's great with that. But today... Because she's a caring and sharing individual, she is concerned about our health. And you have a health message today, don't you, Nikki? I do. I do. We're going to talk about masturbation and how it affects your health and your lifestyle. So um, I'm just going to jump straight into it. This is something that I always do at home. It's not too much information because I'm telling you. But rather than take Panadol for a headache or a sore back, I look at masturbation. Masturbation has proven facts that it lowers your stress levels, it helps you relax, and it helps you fall asleep faster. So if you've got any chronic pain, it also releases like things like oxytonin and endorphins and lots of chemicals which help relieve pain. It's a natural way to relieve stress, fall asleep easier, and pain. So we're going to go through that today. I'm going to give you tips and tricks on how to do it and why we're doing it. Our body, when you look at it, is an amazing thing, isn't it? Because oh, isn't it? yeah, like everything that you're saying is absolutely 100% true. And just recently, you know, I've been studying the the brain chemicals and um, all the nasty stuff like, mm-hmm. you know, cortisol and, uh, do, you know, when we're in dopamine deficit and all of that sort of stuff. And we have it within ourselves to be able to rectify all of this. A hundred percent. You can, for men, them ejaculating, it actually releases, um, it actually releases their oxytonin, which release, which will naturally release their, as you said, cortisol levels dramatically. So it actually makes them feel better, makes them feel more intimate, makes them sleep better. So rather than having a drink at night to de-stress, nut one out. It's healthy. <laughs> it's healthy and it actually resets things without the need of chemicals. Yeah. And, you know, and, and things like Panadol or, you know, other forms of medication that you get from your doctor. It's a natural way. And I'm all about finding natural ways to de stress. I'm finding natural ways to sleep better. So I always do masturbation. And another fun fact for women is it actually, when you've got your cycle, if you want to fasten it up because you know you've got a hot date on Friday night, you can actually masturbate daily and it will actually reduce how long your menstrual cycle is going to last. Yeah, because your so, uterus would contract with the orgasm. Yeah, well, it's not like you can go to the doctor and, you know, and ask for a, a prescription for something. You know, there are sponges and things that you can use, but if you want a natural way, masturbate. 
So I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on for good masturbation. So for anybody that has a vulva, I'm always going to say lubrication. Choose your area on where you want to. You can do clitoral masturbation, you can do vaginal masturbation, or you can do anal masturbation um, if you're a woman. So use lots of lubrication, use your hand, pick your toy, but please, the most important part is having enough time. Don't set yourself five minutes and that's all you've got because you'll either achieve it or you won't and then you'll be disappointed. So we're aiming to de-stress and reset everything. Don't give yourself a time frame. Maybe put on some mood music is always a little bit fun, a little mood. I can never say the word properly. Mood (laughs) mood music. (laughs) Yeah, so you've got music. I know so many people that have um, like sexy playlists. So you can do that type of thing. Get yourself in the zone. Don't rush yourself. Use your lubrication, either your hand or a toy. Um, And if you've got a penis owner, the same thing. So if you're a penis owner, you can use, you pick your area as well. You can use your penis, you can use your prostate, anywhere you want to use, lots of lubrication, lots of toys or your hands, but just relax and then see how you feel afterwards because you will feel de-stressed. You will feel a little bit sleepy, but you will feel better. Yeah, 100%. So the, yeah, it releases melatonin, which is, yeah. Um, yeah, an amazing chemical for getting to sleep. I mean, you know, we've all got the melatonin gummies, but uh, it's much more fun to get the melatonin hit the other way, isn't it? 100%. It's quick, it's easy. Mm. And it gets you to know your own body. It kind of resets your mind on what you like and how you like to be pleasured. Um, and it's quick and easy. You can roll straight over. Like yeah. it's. It's fantastic. I'm all about natural ways where in 2023 we need to stop putting all these chemicals in our body. Um, we can reset it naturally. So um, pop into your local sport adult store, talk to the girls behind the counter about products, what you can use because there's so many things. If you don't want to add toys, you can add lubrications to make it feel good and you can add oil stimulants. And for men, if you don't want to use any kind of things toy-wise like, you know, the vagina, the bum, the mouth, yep. there are other things that you can use. So um, let's reset our bodies naturally and remember what it's like to masturbate because a lot of people are too busy. So set yourself some time. I do it all the time and this is why I'm, my life's great. Because yeah, <laughs> well, I don't have You are the most chill person ever. I, mean, I am yep. because I use this to my advantage. I use it to de-stress. I use it if I've got chronic back pain. I use it just to feel good. I feel 10 times better after I have gotten one away. Everybody I know who does it, they feel the same. Yeah, 100%. So that is my hot tip for you guys this week. Spend some time, relax, masturbate. It's going to make you feel 10 times better. Excellent. Now, if you are in need of some more toys or lubricant or, you know, just little aids, I mean, the girls behind the counter at Flirt are incredibly knowledgeable and can uh, – put you on the right path. If you just tell them, you know, what tickles your fancy, they will hook you up. 100%. Yeah. And uh, you have a special offer for all After Dark I listeners. I do. So either in store or online, we've got a discount code, Live30. That's going to get you 30% off your purchase. So anything that you want, either in store or online, you are going to get a discount of 30% off. This is probably the most generous discount code that we have created. We absolutely love it. And you guys are loving it because you're coming into store and you're coming online and you're buying it, which we absolutely love. But definitely, definitely use it. Um, Open seven days a week in Hamilton. 
Excellent. Nikki, thank you so much for your health and wellness little instalment today. It has really opened everyone's eyes into, you know, it, it, it does have incredible health benefits and we have it all at our fingertips, if you'll excuse exactly. the pun. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, Nikki. You're listening to After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, if there's one thing that you should have got out of tonight's show, it is that communication is key in levelling up your sexual game. There's a lot more where that came from next week. Same bat time, same bat channel on Newcastle Live. I'm Louise Wilkinson. Thanks for listening to After Dark.